Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Tess. We're up to Sif Ches, which is the top line on page 136. And the Mir Tashem will be finishing the Simon tonight. Says the Mechaber in Sif Ches, You can't buy tefillin except from a an expert who is a bucky in the letters that should be missing and the letters that should be there, the chaseros and yaseros. Says the Mishabura and Sivkoton Yutes, You shouldn't buy tefillin from one who's not an expert. Even though the purchaser will want to check them and make sure they're okay, still you shouldn't buy them. Because we're concerned that maybe he'll be lazy in checking them because Lamaisa is a big burden to remove the stitching and then to stitch it up again. It's not an easy thing. And therefore, even though the person says, I'll buy it from someone who's not a mumcha, I'll just check it myself, when we're concerned that he won't actually check it. Now, if you're wondering who exactly is a mumcha, a person who is a sofer that people buy from, from that the public buys from, that already is included in a mumcha and will be fine. But if in terms of buying a mezuzah or buying just the parshios, then we say that could be purchased even from someone who's not a mumcha. On the condition that he'll check it afterwards, because there you don't have the tirch of opening up the bottom and reselling them. That's what we're concerned you're not going to do. But if you just buy the parshios, so it's not a big tircha to check them. You're just opening it up. Same thing with the mezuzah. It's not a big tircha to open it. And therefore, when it comes to buying the parshios of the tefillin or the mezuzah, that you can do from an ena mumcha. But the ready-made tefillin you should only buy from mumcha, even if you think you're going to check it, because Lamaisa, we're worried, you may not check it. Says the mechaber weiter in siftes, lokach mimisha eno mumcha. If you did buy from someone who's not a mumcha, which the Mishabur right away says in Sivkotan Chof, Lokach Bidyevet, right, because you're not really supposed to do it, Osha Ainsha Mumcha Beir, or there is no mumcha to buy from. So if one did buy from an Ain Mumcha, the Mukhabir says in the second line, Saruch Levadkan, then Avada, you do have to check them. How do you check them? So Lokach Mimenu Mea Kitsitsos. If you bought from him a hundred, a hundred, uh, tefillin, a hundred boxes of tefillin, a hundred, uh, all together, Shalyad Shalrosh, you bought a hundred of them. So, Bodek Mehem Shloshe Ketzitzos. We tell you to check three of the Tefillin. Shtayim Shalrosh Viachas Shalyad. You either check two Shalroshes and one Shalyad. O Shtayim Shalyad Viachas Shalrosh. Or you could check two Shalyads and one Shalrosh. In Mitzan Ksherim, if you find that the three that you checked are kosher, Hosok Zeho Ish, this person who you bought them from has a Chazaka, Varekulam Ksherim, and then we assume all hundred are kosher. And the rest do not need to be checked. If you brought them in different different groups, different piles, you brought them not all in one big group, but different groups. Then we assume that there's a chazaka, they were bought from different people, even if you bought from one supplier, but if they're different groups, there's a, a box of, you know, 20 and a box of 20, so then we assume they were gotten from different sofrim. Then you have to check from each box, from each group, two and one, whether it's two shayads, one shorosh, or two shorosh, one shayad, to make sure that each group, which may come from a different sofer, has a chazaka, that it is good.
And then the Mechaber ends off and says, A person who is selling tefillin and he tells you that they were owned by uh, some Rebbe or some big person. Neman, this person is trustworthy. They do not need to be checked at all. So the Mishnah says, We did that if you bought it with the Eved from an Eino Mumcha or there was no Mumcha to buy from, then we said you have to check them. Says the Mishnah Aleph. What are you checking? To make sure that all the words that should have the extra vav or the extra yud have it, and the ones who shouldn't have it, shouldn't have it. Besides checking that all the letters are correct, you have the right letters when they're supposed to be there or not supposed to be there, also you want that the picture of each letter should be correct, like we learned in great detail earlier in Hochos Tfilin. The Kanal Basimun Lamed Bav Sif Aleph. The Ein Lachu Shema Ibdon Shelo Lishmon Da Kol Bekiin Bazeh. And you do not have to be concerned that maybe the letters were tanned not Lishma, which would be a problem, because that we say everyone is Bekiin in that, and therefore that's easier to take care of. That you just know you have to do it Lishem Tfilin, and it doesn't have to actually be written the proper way. So we said once you check the three that gives you a Chazaka, the rest does not have to be checked. Says the Mishabura in Sivkatan Chavbez, Vuhusha Omer Shekhsavan Baatmo. That's only assuming when you bought all hundred from one person, he tells you that he wrote them all. Osha Omer Shalakacham the Adam Echad. Or he tells you that he didn't write them, but he bought them all from one person. And then the Salinan Shaosu Adam Ksavan Hakol Baatmo. Then we believe that the person who he said wrote it all, we in fact believe that he wrote it all. Kavan Shem Bitsevas Echad, since they're all grouped together. Okumosha Kasava Prisha, like the Prisha says. And then the Mechaber ended off and said that if the person that's selling you the tefillin tells you that it was worn by an Adam Gadol, he is believed. Says in the Shavura, in the doesn't have to be that he tells you he bought it from a Gadol. It could be he just tells you that he bought it from a Mumcha. He's Nemon. And the reason is, says in the Shavura, because one aid is Nemon B'Yisurin. And over here, therefore, this one aid is believed that he bought it from a Mumcha. Look at note number 29. Even a woman who is selling tefillin is believed to say she bought from Adam Gadol. We know that by a woman we also say the Mishabura continues and says, the cause of Amagan Avram, the Alkoponim Boinan Shemakirim Oso Shumusak Bakashus. But it has to be that the person that you're buying it from, who's telling you he bought it from an Adam Gadol or he bought it from a Mumcha, it has to be this person is Muxak Bakashus. Otherwise you can't say Eidechon Nemam Bisurun. What does it mean to be Muxak Bakashus? So in the 30 he brings in the Arach Ashulchan, the Geder Muxak Bakashus, Arach Ashulchan says, Shuhu Hamisnag Alpi Das Yisrael. It's the one who follows the Das Yisrael. He puts on every day talus and tefillin. He davens three times a day. He washes his hands before he eats bread. He's a firm guy. He follows the, he follows the general halachos. That is a person who is Muslim Pekashos. And on him we say, And if you buy tefillin from him and he tells you he got it from an Adam Gadol, or he tells you he got it from a Mumcha, you do not have to check it. What do you mean? You're buying it in a Svarim store or whoever you're buying it from and he tells you who, who, who that he got it from a, from a good person and you know this guy is a, a firm person. You have to do checking to find if he does all these things? Oh, I see you mean. You have to, you have to be eyeing into the person if you know him. Well, you, I don't know. that you bought to fill in from. You have to be eyeing him. Well, I did. My, bro- my brother got me the fill in from someone that he knows and okay, he knows that he's a, he's a Yerusha Maim. So... 
I guess you, yeah, you should know that he's yeah, he's most of a kashas. Says the Mishnah writer, Ayin Yaradeya Simin Kufyu Tesiv Beis Bahadba. It's clearly seen from over there that if you saw the person who's selling it to you that he wore these tefillin himself, then he's for sure neman. Because he's for sure not to be over on not wearing kosher tefillin himself. If he's selling it to you, then you have to be concerned if you don't, you know, if you don't know what's going on. But but the fact that you saw him wearing these tefillin, he's still in our to be over this isra of wearing puzzle tefillin himself. Fine. If you buy from such a person who is a muqsa bakashus and tells you he bought it from a gadol or a mumcha, he is neman al tzeirach neman bisur, and you don't have to check it. Shechazaka al chaver she'enu motzi mitachas yado daver she'enu masukon. Because the chazaka that a talmuchachum or a chaver, a firm person, that he won't come out from his hand something that is not fixed up properly, and therefore he is neman. Says the Machaber Vaiter in Sif Yud. The question that everyone always asks, do you have to check your Tvilin or not? The Machaber Paskins, Tvilin out of a Cheskas Kashus, do not need to ever be checked. But if you only wear the Tvilin once in a while, then it needs to be checked, like a mezuzah, twice every seven years. And we'll see why that is in the Mishaburah. And the Ramah ends off and says, If you have that film that you wear once in a while, that is supposed to be checked, but you have no one that could check it and resew it properly, you don't have to check them at all. So ideally, you should check those film that are only worn once in a while, but if you can't find someone that's going to check it properly, then you are okay to wear it without being checked. So the Mishaburah starts in Sifkaton Chavav, but let's just look at note number 31. An interesting discussion over here. An interesting machlokas. In terms of buying tefillin from a person who died. Interesting thing he says. The minute is that if you're buying tefillin from someone who is nifter, that you give it in to be checked. Because a schar for wearing tefillin is length of days. And we're worried that a person who was nifter, maybe it was a tefillin that caused him to be nifter, his tefillin weren't proper, and therefore he didn't get arichas yomim. And therefore, if someone dies, you want to make sure that his tefillin were, were kosher. However, that's the Gonor Chayn Kenyasi, Shein Sarach Lobotkan, Shekein Yesh Harbe Sibos Lopetiras Adam. We don't know Hashem's Chashbonos. There could be many reasons why a person was nifter. There's no reason to believe a dafka. It's because his tefillin were not kosher, and therefore it still will be becheslas kashrus, and you would not have to check them according to Chayn Kenyaski. Says the Mishabur and Sifkaton Chavav. The reason why it doesn't have to be checked la'olam is shekols man shechipuyon shalem so long that the covering is intact harayin becheskasan min hadin they are becheskasan that they are okay ve'ein choshesin shema nimchaka os mitochan onikva and we're not concerned that maybe a letter got erased or that they got a hole in the cloth we're not concerned with that as a cheskas kashrus. Now, if you look at note number 32, he brings out an interesting discussion. Like everybody knows, a mezuzah is supposed to be checked twice every seven years. And within those times, you don't have to check it because it has a chazaka. However, but if you move it from one place to another place, there it's brought down that you do have to check it if you move it from one house, let's say, to another house. 
Two reasons why even if you're within the two times in seven years you did it already, and now you don't really have to mitzah that, but if you change it to a different place, you have to change it. Two reasons Rechaim Knesset brings down. Number one, It could be because in the new place it never had a cheskas kashras, and therefore the chazaka was lost when you switch it to a different place, and you have to check it because it doesn't have its cheskas kashras. Or number two, or it's likely that it got damaged in the transfer to the other house, and therefore you have to check it again. Because of an writes, according to the first reason that when it changes locations it loses so So if you move the tefillin from the parshas from one set of tefillin to another set of tefillin, also it loses chesas kashrus. Have to be checked again. But according to the second reason, I'm just finishing it off. According to the second reason that it's miskalka havara, I assume that's only if you're moving it a, lo- a bigger distance, like a mezuzah from one house to another house, or even one room to another room. But tefillin, I assume he's saying that that's not going to be a problem because tefillin, you have them both in front of you, and, and you're moving it. It's much le- less likely that it will get miskalka moving it from one bias to another bias. Bias meaning tefillin, as opposed to a mezuzah, you're moving it from one bias, a real house to another house. It can get ruined in the transfer. That's what I assume. Otherwise, there will be no nafkamina. Continues the Mishibur of Aiter, and the second line is of Kadon Chavav. Even though we said in the Machaber that Tfilin and Vacheskas Kashas do not need to be checked at all, Mikom Makom Nochon Levotkon, Mepneishem Miskalklin, Mepnehazeya. Says the Mishibur, however, it is appropriate to check them because they do get ruined because of sweat. That's a very important note over here, note 34. Ubate Tfilin Shenasu Bizmanenu Behidr. Our Tfilin nowadays that are done Behidr. That nowadays, Cesar Shom Zalman, our tefillin are made more mahudr, and you do not need to check the tefillin if you don't have a specific reason. You don't have to be concerned that it got ruined through the zaya. I guess our tefillin are made, they're made such a way that the zaya doesn't so easily get in. The other Abba and Fakert, and this is what a sofer once told me, Al Pirov Mitsuyos Takolos Rak that usually the problems happen after they're open one time that causes more problems so you want to keep it sealed and you don't want to open it if you don't have to so if there is no reyasa as we'll see shortly it's just tham so then even though the Mishabura says you should check it because of Zaya but now that the Shomazalman says you should not check it just because of the Zaya however it continues the Mishabura the imnik a uh, few lines up from the end of the simon four, five lines up from the end of the simon in the Mishabura the imnikra chipui habatim and if the covering of the batim got, got torn ocean nishuba mayim or the tefillin got soaked in water tzrichin bedika tekef then avada needs to be checked immediately shema nimcha kaksav on the skalkel maybe the writing got smeared or something got messed up inside on the cloth. The kolshet tzorach bedika minadin and anything like that that requires a bedika mikradin the emo misha yivdok v'yispor osam and you don't have anyone that could check it and sew it up menichem below bracha then you would put it on without a bracha. It's not like we saw in the Ramah. The Ramah was talking about a case where you have a tefer tefillin that you wear once in a while but there's no reason Bedafka to believe that there's a that there's a real reyes over there. There, if there's no one that could check it and sew it back, we say leave it. But over here, where there's a reyes that got wet or something else happened to it, it got torn. There, you meikra, then you have to check it. And therefore, if you have no one that could check it for you and sew it back up, then you would have to put on that a bracha. No, we can't say to establish on chazaka in such a case. The cost of a chayodim duhadin munochem the same thing applies if it's resting in a moist place. 
every case has to be judged individually whether it has a real ray so that is required me ikra didn't be checked or not. Lefrakim, Sivkatan Khazai and the Mukhabir said, Fill that you only wear once in a while does need to be checked like a mezuzah twice every seven years. The Khashin and Shemanis Apshu will wear that maybe it got a little a little moldy, a little spoiled inside. Therefore, you should check it twice in seven years because by by leaving it in one place, so we're concerned that maybe it got, it got ruined inside. And then the Ramah told us that if you have no one that could check it for you and sew it back up, so then leave it without checking it and you could wear it. And in terms of the bracha, in this case, it's that in this case, where you just wear leprakim and you should get a check, but you have no one that could check it and sew it back up, that you should wear it and you could even make a bracha. The reason appears to be we haven't seen a, a clear reyes, a clear negative that took place in these tefillin. Mashiachim, what we discussed a couple of lines ago, if it got soaked in water, or or the canal, or the leathers on the outside got messed up, there, there's a reyesa, so therefore, mikrodin has to be checked. Whether you could make a brach or not. And then the Mishabur ends off and says, If one finds tefillin that were thrown in Geniza, and they don't have straps attached to them, and they're opened up, you have to be concerned that there's a hidden psul. In other words, even if you look at it, and it looks okay, you have to be concerned, maybe it wasn't written lishma, maybe it was written by kata, and maybe the even wasn't done lishma. There must be something wrong with it, the fact that it was thrown out in such a way, that therefore you should not take it out, you should assume it has a psul. However, if you put you saw it in Geniza, put away properly in its bag, so there you can assume a person got a new pair of tefillin and got rid of the old ones. You have no reason to think that there's a reyes in the kashas of the tefillin, and then you could assume it has a cheskas kashas, and you would be able to wear those tefillin. We'll stop here, and Mr. Hashem will pick up with a new simon on Sunday. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.